Welcome back to the Ego Podcast. This is your co-host, David. I'm here with Jerry and Tony Mata. Um, if you guys are watching us live or on video, then you can obviously see that we are not in our usual office today. So shout out to Charlie for Charlie. letting us borrow the space, right? Tony, where are we? So we are at Color Coffee, and we're just here just because just I feel like we needed that space. It's I feel a, it's like a it's, good change it's of scenery, a bigger sure. space, yeah. different setting. It's always good to kind of change up, you know. So Great coffee, by the way. Shout out to Color Coffee. Dude, for real. They know how to make a mean coffee. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm addicted to coffee just because of You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. No. <laughs> just real quick, thank you to all of our supporters. Um, we could not be in the position we are in without you guys. Um, your constant support in the I comments. Um, if you come <laughs> up to us, you see us. Um, I, at least me, I love, I love that. You know, yeah. uh, really being with the with mm-hmm. the audience. And mm-hmm. Yeah, knowing that you're making an, an impact with your voice. You know, so oh, yeah, yeah, thank man, you guys. Sure. Without you guys, we'd be literally nothing. So no, I'm very grateful. I wake up and remind myself a lot that I'm blessed to be in the position that I'm in. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> God is good. God, God is, is good, good all the time. <laughs> and all the time. For sure. God is good. But yes, um uh, onto yes. <laughs> onto the topic today. So uh I was this is my episode, this was given to me. Um I haven't thought of a topic but out of my head I thought about toxic per- positivity. I was about to say toxic personality. Toxic personality. <laughs> What's but, uh, your personality type? Yeah. Bro, well, we got to be honest, bro. We got to be honest with the audience. What? We got to be honest with the with the Ego Podcast. Um, last night was kind of heavy for all of us, as I hear. Because mm-hmm. um, I woke up this morning and I was out of it, dude. I <sighs> bro. And then today was a heavy day for me, so. Yeah. You know, Same, a bunch bro. of stuff, dude. Yeah. So I got very low energy when I took yeah. the Red Bull, um, mm. which we should have probably. Yeah. Um, you didn't take any coffee or anything today? No, it's my drink. I did. Yeah, oh, I did. Okay. Damn. But even that, like, I'm crashing right now. So. Yeah. So I'm but, crashing too. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, toxic positivity. Tony. Tony. What the heck is positive? Toxic positivity. So in my version, uh, toxic positivity, I caught myself doing this. So pretty much just saying, like, if something bad happened to you, such as, like, for example, I'm gonna use my real life, um, shithole. Well, not shithole. I meant like situation. My shithole, he said. Situation when I like crashed my car. Um, so pretty much I was saying like, oh, this it could have ended up worse. Like, oh, I could have ended up dead or something yeah. like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's kind of like a toxic positivity where you kind of like ignore your problem instead of like accepting it and like yeah. letting yeah, it sure. go when you like start to cry and you just that pretty much like you hold in your emotions so that's kind of like my toxic positivity that i caught myself um um doing so yeah, yeah that makes sense so so being pretty much what i'm hearing is it's okay to not be okay yeah right yeah instead yeah. of putting up a front instead of putting up like yeah, uh, everything's yeah. fine uh, you know i'll get over it kind of thing Exactly. It's not doing your. It's not doing you any good. At the end yeah. of the day, you know the people that are always like, "Oh, could be worse." It's like, yeah, but what is that gonna get you? Like, really, just be able to accept it. Yeah. And toxic positivity really keeps you from mm-hmm. accepting and being open that good things do belong in your life. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't know about you guys, but I'm constantly hearing things like oh, I don't deserve this because mm. I'm not there yet or I'm not a good person or yeah. I'm falling behind or whatever. But a, a lot of my, I don't know, I feel like a lot of, there's a part of me that wants to be like, hey, listen, if you're going to constantly be telling yourself that you don't deserve X, Y, Z because of some trauma that's going on in your life, then you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, if you have something positive in your life, if you have positive people in your life, and you feel like completely shutting down and not communicating with those people is going to do your do you a positive. 
mm-hmm. it's it's not gonna do anything good yeah and that's what comes with toxic positivity the whole like i'll get over it or the whole i yeah. you know it is what it is i'll get over it you know i could be doing something worse or something yeah. it's not doing yourself any any good you know mm-hmm. it's it's bro it's it's like super hard to find a balance for it you know like mm-hmm. of course because like what are you gonna tell someone right mm-hmm. if they come up to you and they're like hey so i'm i, I just lost one of my best friends to mm-hmm. suicide no yeah. mm-hmm. you know you can't just be like oh uh just take it take it uh um, one day at a time you can you can say like take that. it one day at a time you know you can do positive feedback whatever mm-hmm. um but with the toxic positivity aspect you can't just be like um oh it's gonna be okay yeah mm-hmm. you can you can say that but is that Sorry. really gonna help yeah you know, no, like that's just the most you know, with all the trainings common, that yeah. i've been through when it comes to that heavy subject you yeah. know losing people to suicide or mental mm-hmm. health issues the best thing that you can do is listen, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, just be a good support. Like, for one of the worst things that you can do is, like, hear somebody out and be like, that sucks, but let me tell you what I went through. Mm-hmm. Just so we can compare and see who has yeah, it worse. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the worst thing ever. Like, usually when somebody comes up to me and asks me, tells me something along the lines, like, I've been struggling with my mental health or anything, it's always just a matter of being like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. how, how can I use my resources to help you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Can mm-hmm. I listen to you? can i make time for you mm-hmm. um and coming from that sense of being genuine you know yeah um will make a huge difference in a lot of these people's lives um mm-hmm. but with toxic positivity you know like going back to what i was saying i feel like there's just so many people that are stuck in that hole or like that loop where it's like i don't deserve xyz and therefore i am a bad person and therefore mm-hmm. it's going to continue and be this lifestyle right, of yeah. And then when something good does happen in your life, a lot of people struggle with being like imposter syndrome, it. you know? Yeah. Do I deserve this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, this is something that happens to a lot of people. And my heart goes out to everybody that's struggling um, because, I mean, I'm one of those people, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm one of those mm-hmm. people that tells myself, ah, it's going to be okay. Yeah. But I've been getting better at telling myself, hey, like, if you're not accepting where you are right now, you're going to be in that 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 loophole Correct. and then it's going to keep going, going and going and going yeah so you know i think it's, that's number like that's the number one thing for people listening is you have to be honest with yourself yeah you know it's it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not be okay yeah, yeah. and sometimes you got to tell yourself i'm not okay yeah and you got to raise your hand and either be like i want to go to therapy or you got to open up to one of your closest friends or your parents mm-hmm. or somebody that's very significant in your life and be like hey i'm not okay and this is how you could help me. Mm-hmm. You know, you communication know, you know what, is key. You know what toxic masculine, what this talk or what toxic masculinity or positivity yeah. is uh, reminding me of? What? what? You guys have seen, uh, what's it called? Project X, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the party yeah. movie? Yeah. If toxic positivity was a person, oh, it would that be that down. friend. Yeah. It would be that one friend that's like, um, what's his name? The yeah. guy in the vest? Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. He gives me like Italian vibes. Yeah. yeah the one like, don't worry like, about it. I'll fix it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right? He's like, house don't worry, bro. Yeah. Like, it, it'll be all okay. I got, I got you. Yeah. I got you. And it's like nothing happens. At the end, right, when the car crashes into the pool, he's like, yeah, man, we're not gonna fix this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got already man. off. Yeah, and, yeah. Po- to- and that's what toxic positivity reminds me of. You know, yeah, just uh, being in that mentality where you're like, it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be okay. You yeah. Know? Um. Yes. You know, everything will be okay, but you have to internalize the situation. Yeah. And you have to learn from it. You know, instead of sweeping it under the rug. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what's the what's the phrase that's like? just shrug it off you know yeah um yeah man it's 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 toxic positivity was a person it would be that project for real man he's just like nah it's okay it's okay bro just keep going just keep going just keep going sometimes you have to sit down and heal your wounds Mm -hmm. you know and process exactly what happened you know yeah um you do yeah i hate like like i'm the type of person who's always going to try to help yeah by giving my input and my own perspective Mm -hmm. you know and it sucks you know with my wife because like she would come up to me and she would be like yeah so i'm having trouble with x y and z you know co-worker stuff whatever it is you know yeah and i would immediately go to trying to fix it yeah okay well mm-hmm. what what happened this and this oh you should have done this you should have done that maybe next time you can do this you can do that. Mm-hmm. and it's like 
I catch myself right where I'm like, maybe she doesn't want my help. Yeah. Maybe she, she just, just needs an outlet or something. You know, yeah. She just yeah. needs to vent for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, know, man. That's with me at least. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's true. I mean, it takes a lot from. It takes a lot dude. for somebody on the receiving end to be getting something, like, I don't know, like when it comes to toxic positivity, yeah. it takes a lot for somebody else instead of being like. Oh, you know, like get over it. You're in that phase where you know mm-hmm, X, yep. Y, Z. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that I've learned from working with some of the best psychologists in Colorado at Vail Health um, was that trauma is trauma. Right. And like, it's so easy for somebody from an older generation to see somebody going through shit in our generation or even the younger yeah. generations and be like, "It's okay. Like you're in that age and You'll all that fine, stuff." Whatever. But it's like, mm-hmm. but that's what i always tell myself like for example when a younger kid goes through a breakup it's so easy for somebody in the older generation to be like yeah you know that's part of life yeah but if you're closer to their age it's like hey like i get it like you are heartbroken and it sucks but just know that i'm here to hear you out yeah and to support you in whatever way you see fit um and i learned a lot of this like how to respond to toxic positivity they're literally like the guy that I ins- like. I'm inspired by. Recently, I haven't recently like discovered him. I've always known who he was, but I recently just delved into his world, mm-hmm. and that's Jay Shetty. Um, mm-hmm. He's uh, he used to be a monk, um, and he's he's from London, and he he has this book called Think Like a Monk that I'm reading right now. Um, and you guys know that I'm not going through the best. I feel like I'm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like I wouldn't try to make that into a trend but i feel like i'm in that moment in my life where i'm trying to figure things out uh and you guys know that like last week was such a shitty week for me (laughs) and it's continuing to carry into these days because i mean Mm -hmm. it's something that i can't just get over in a day or so um but i feel like you know instead of being this toxic positive person and pretending i'm doing okay and telling myself that i'm gonna be okay like yeah i know i'm gonna be okay but you know in that book it teaches me about taking some time for you and how does that look like it could be doing something that makes you smile that ignites your soul right um so i'm taking a lot of time for like running for example and also listening to music like i really like listening to some of my favorite artists i'm very inspired um and going back to my new year's resolutions that we talked about you know i've been trying real hard to get back under the tattoo gun and you know i just feel like my next tattoos are gonna be like i because when it comes to tattoos they're very sacred like every tattoo on my body means something for me and now that i'm going through like this other phase in my life where like my heart's just broken right now if i'm being honest Mm -hmm. i feel like my next couple of tattoos are gonna be like this symbol of survival symbol of strength um and I just I don't know. Hell yeah, dude. So it's gonna be really it's gonna be Let's really go. interesting. Support that. Do you support, support that, Tony? You. Yeah. Do you support that, Tony? I support <laughs> both of you. Thank you. If you need anything, I need, a, I need a I need a thousand dollars in my bank well, account. I, unfortunately, dude. I can't. <laughs> it's no, hard, dude, kidding. because you know with the whole dealing with with personal issues, right? Yeah. Um, at least at least in my mind, my personal dilemma is okay i'm dealing with this this and this in my personal life but on top of that i have responsibilities with work mm-hmm. with yeah. my family yeah with my own personal body mm-hmm. so it's hard to find a balance between treat yourself and and tend to your wounds yeah. and yeah. keep going up the mountain keep climbing the ladder yeah you know yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a very tough choice to make between yourself and your responsibilities right it really is yeah you man. know because it's like it's like if I care for my and this is my mentality, right? If I care for myself first, you know, like I tend to my wounds, I'm letting down my team, you know? Yeah. Because I'm taking time for myself. So it's like But at the same time I have to I have to help myself. Yeah. In order to give my best to my team and to my job and to whatever it is. Yeah. So it's a very hard balance. It's a very hard thing to to you talk about you know i like i wish i could sit here and be like yeah treat yourself always you know but 
there are yeah, certain man. situations where you can't you can't really treat yourself because you have all this responsibility and you have to yeah. show up and show out there's people counting on you there's certain due dates that you have to meet there's certain, yeah. you know it's like damn it's like you don't have time that sucks so it's not, yeah it's just not time but it's like if you're not able to uh, like appropriately talk about what it is that you're going through it's healing is not going to be something that's going to be easy for you exactly you know which is why like i'm still going to therapy and i feel like that's my time to treat myself you know it's like carving that time in my schedule where i have an hour with a professional and we talk about anything and everything that's going on with my life yeah and i just feel like that's something that I've always kind of struggled with too, especially in the past, but I feel like I'm in a position right now where like David mentioned, like, yeah, like I have a lot going on, but I was very proactive before shit hit the fan where I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm already doing therapy sessions. I'm already, you know, I'm starting to ramp up going to the gym. I went, I was working out today, uh, going on runs and planning a lot of stuff to do in the summer, you know, yeah. Like I definitely do want to go see my family in Mexico. How can um, you build mental toughness? That's a good question, dude. I, I have I have a I have a pretty good equation. How do you build mental toughness? Because <laughs> you yeah. keep saying I'm, I prep for it, right? Yeah. And you gave us examples, right? Going uh-huh. to therapy, working out, reading books, um, journaling. Because you started journaling. Yeah. Um, meditating. Mm-hmm. But how do you build mental toughness? So I have this I have this this thing called if you know me. And you've talked to me. I have this called thing uh, called the Jerry Lopez effect. What the? Uh, and it's <laughs> like, and it's I Tony. I've done it to Tony, and I know that a lot of parents want me to do it with their kids, but it's legit simple. Like for me, what's helped me build mental toughness is running in the dark. Like that's what running in the dark, whether it's like super fucking cold, or you're running by yourself. In the dark. Yeah, and I told my mom about this because my mom. Some a lot of my mom's coworkers slash friends, they come up to her and they always like, "Hey, can I, can you, can your kid pick my kid up and you know take him out for dinner or like have a conversation with him in hopes that something sparks in there?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That's not gonna work. Like, I want to be able to wake up at the same time as this kid and tell them, hey, get ready, we're going for a run, and it's 5:30." Like David Goggins type. Yeah, kind of, yeah, right? You know, like, but I'm not that kind of person to be like, oh, you're so slow. Look at you and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm that kind of guy that's like, and I've done it with Tony where it's like, wake these people up. Like at ass crack of dawn when it's still dark out there. Mm-hmm. And I would always tell Tony, like, I'm going to run with you for the first couple of miles and then I'm going to leave you. Yeah, this man leaves me. So like in exactly. pitch dark, pitch dark, like I would look back, have up. my head lap. Okay, so you do have a headlamp. Yeah, we have a headlamp, right? But there's just something that goes on in your head when you're running by yourself in the dark that has helped me. That sounds scary, dude. Yeah, and like before, you know, you guys know more about why, what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. But before this happened, I was anticipating something bad to happen. Like my body was telling me that something was going to happen. And I remember I went for a run Mm -hmm. in, in gypsum, like all dark. And it was yeah it was at nighttime, but I was running on the sidewalk, so like the lights were on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got to the the stoplight right by Costco, and I made like that's where my like my oh, body was legit like craving to just run in in the dark. And it was like 13 degrees outside. Um, and I just remember telling myself like I need this, like something I just don't feel like something's right in my life right now. Yeah. And I I and like I feel like something's looming. And I remember just running through the dark and there was just this high, just, I don't know, these high levels of confidence and positivity that occurred in those times. Um, Because one, you're doing something that not a lot of people like to do, which is running. Right. And two, you're doing it in a, in an environment where a lot of people have fear of. Where a lot of runners don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So it's dark, cold, and you're out there running. Um, and that's just that's one of my philosophies to build mental toughness I like it. I is like to it. go out and run literally like in the morning and you know i wanted to give a shout out to uh bobby hermosillo who um you know his son is a very well trained oh, yeah. wrestler 
And I remember I asked Bobby for the same advice that he gave his son. And he looked at me and he told me, wake up every single morning and before you do anything, go for a two-mile run every single day. And his son did that every single day, and he became a national championship shout champion. Shout out to Noah. For, yeah, Damn. shout out to yeah. Noah. Uh, he became yeah. a national champion for uh, for wrestling. And so it's, I don't know what it is. I feel like that's that's where I go. Like, that's my world. It. It's, it. it's running. Yeah. It's it's literally like mental it's it's 90 percent mental and 10 percent body in my that's opinion. what i was gonna say yeah. it's it's like a weird reverse psychology like yeah turn you you're, you're turning you're turning left to go right type mm-hmm. of thing when you're drifting you know yeah um what am i getting at all, all this to say you're you're putting your body through through pain right through immense amounts of you know um fatigue mm-hmm. but that's not the point the point is the mental right you're going because your brain is telling you to go not yep. because your body's you know dying out pretty much yeah i like that dude i actually really do like that yeah man and ever when i was going for that run when in the gypsum run you know yeah. going back to toxic positivity yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the first run because i legit tell everything i tell everybody this was the weirdest run i've ever been on because one i didn't feel any pain from step one to the last step I usually feel pain right away, right. like right yeah. the first mile or two where I'm like, crap, running sucks. My body's still trying to get to that point of, you know, getting that runner's high, looking for it. Yeah. And I, like I said, like my body and my mind were just in a state in my life where I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like my, I was, I was like, and to be honest, like I was in a, in panic mode. Like I was in fear. Like I was like, I don't want X, Y, Z to happen. Um, and I need something to like keep my mind in check. Yeah. So I felt like my mind knew that I needed it. So my mind was like telling me like, "Hey, go and get your running stuff. Right. Just go for a run." My body was literally, literally like stretching all by itself. It was like getting ready, warmed up. And I remember it was windy that day. And I remember like you know if you're not a very religious person, I tend to have conversations with God, like the most random conversations. And I remember asking God, telling him like, "Hey, like." It'd be cool if like the wind can calm down later on today so i can go for a run and i remember the wind calmed down for that day like nothing there was no wind so my mind was craving a run my body knew it needed it and the environment shifted to make it into a perfect date or just go for a run Mm -hmm. and i bring this up because i'm a very toxic person when it comes to running like what goes on in my mind is not the healthiest conversations yeah where i'm telling myself get up this hill you motherfucker mm-hmm. like you, you you ain't shit if you're not making it up to up to this hill or you ain't shit if you're not running be below eight minute miles and shit and you've heard me yell at myself and then yeah. laugh and shit laugh it off but like i mentioned like i felt like my mind my body and the environment knew that i was going through a really tough time in my life where it was i was just drowning when, with uncertainty and anxiety and that was the only run in my entire life that my mind was being nice to me so like i was running up hills and i was doing all the turns and i was you know picking up the pace yeah and my mind was literally telling me like look at you jerry like you're you're struggling because this is going on right now uh you're you have uncertainty you have fear and my mind would literally be like hey you're running this is your gift enjoy it we're we're turning off like it legit said like I'm turning off pain right now Dang. so you can enjoy the moment. That's crazy. And I, like, kid you not, I did not feel any pain. I didn't feel anything. That's awesome, dude. So, That's awesome. Yeah, man, I was very positive on that day mentally. My mind was being really nice to me, and it felt like legit. It felt like God himself was coming down and, like, giving me a hug. That's awesome. Because I That's legit didn't feel any pain. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. So, if, like, for, for the audiences listening and watching, if you want to build some mental toughness, you know, would you suggest going on 5 a.m. or 10 p.m. runs? Yeah. At least two miles to, to build that, that yeah, toughness? Or? I'd say so. Um, and if running in the dark isn't your thing, I mean, running in general, as, you know, I, I told you and I told you, like, running for me isn't physical. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do it to be, like, the next best fit guy or anything. Yeah, right. Like, running for me is purely just mental Therapy. health. Therapy. Yeah. I love the feeling that i get from it yeah, man. i disconnect from the world and 
I tell Tony like it, it took me time to realize that that yeah. I'm doing this for my mental health because if you are listening right now and you've always wanted to go for a run the worst thing that you can do is get out the door and think that you're going to run five ten miles in one day right if you you can but you're going to pay the price for it right right um i suggest starting off small you know like you mentioned the two miles like mm-hmm. two yeah. miles is mm-hmm. more than enough if you're just beginning and then move on and move on and move on and move on right and when you get to the point where you're running like 10 miles 11 15 in a day like dude like the feeling is immeasurable like you get done with that run and you just have this feeling of Endorphins like holy off the shit. Roof, right? yeah like <laughs> you're legit like or like holy shit but people would think that like after i run i'm this productive beast i want to be but you can tell tony like every time that i go for a long run i come home and i'm energized and i'm like yeah i want to do laundry i want to do this i want to do that mm-hmm. and i lay down and i pass out so yeah that's cool i would say something else if you want to build mental toughness is staying true to what you say you're going to do you know yeah so if you say you're going to wake up at 5 a.m or at 6 a.m um and you don't do it you kind of kick yourself in the knee right you're like shit i i messed up you know i'm a yeah. Oh, yeah um in personal experience when i would wake up in college at like 5 a.m it would be i would feel great first of all because i'm working out but secondly because i'm keeping my promise to myself you know it's yeah. like okay yeah if i can control my own emotions you know and the world is up for grabs dude oh yeah so yeah, for real I mean, it, it sucks, right? Every situation is going to be different. We don't know what you're going through. You could be going through a breakup, right? Or you could be going through a loss of a, of a loved one, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's all trauma, right? It's all going to affect you in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's coping mechanisms, right? There's people that, that really do care for you and want to look out for you. It's all about just speaking up, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get fed if you don't say you're hungry. exactly so yeah um first things first speak up you know talk to talk to a trusted adult uh teacher friend parent um and then secondly start creating your own you know mental toughness plan your own jerry lopez effect but if you want to join me in a run dude i wouldn't i i say this in the most respectful way possible because i've taken josue out josue ramos out to run and I've taken who else have I taken out to run? Taking this guy, David. David. I'm not even gonna cap. I'm Anita. not. I'm not trying oh. to. No, to, I know, but it's like to catch up. But it's like, like whenever I go run with you, my my thing is always stay running, it's like one yeah. foot over the yeah. other. Just Once I start pace. walking, I feel like a failure mm-hmm. because running is my thing. Yeah. yeah. So if I can say I was running the entire time or at least jogging, yeah, that's a that's a yeah. win for me. You know, all you gotta do is just find your own pace. I'm not trying to keep up with yeah. with this guy. <laughs> with the just like yeah. he's not trying to keep up with my bench press or my squats no, yeah. or my yeah. my deadlifts. Like I, I've been there. Like I've oh. been working out with David here and there, but it's like it's never a competition. I feel like I'm I'm just lucky to be there yeah. and happy to be learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like in the most respectful possible, like I always am open to annihilate <laughs> anybody and everybody that challenged me to go for a run respectful in the most respectful way and possible no one's ever kept up with you no one's ever kept up with me like everybody that has asked for me what to take him out for a run who's, no one has ever next? i what usually about, play jokes mario? oh you? yeah mario showed up oh yeah mario kept up with yeah. me yeah oh i didn't yeah. run with him. You i was didn't working, go around, I, I think i was working Oh, it was you, Rojas, and Mario, remember? Yeah, Ro- Rojas got lost. <laughs> yeah, Mario kept up. Yeah, he kept up. So Mario could probably yeah. run you for your money. Maybe, yeah. Shout out, Mario. Maybe give me some time to train. This but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I just feel like in terms of endurance, like that's what I'm, that's my thing. Yeah. Like if you tell me to run from color all the way to dot zero, I will do that and I will legit take on anybody what that wants that, to like do that, like 30 miles? like 17 like 22 somewhere around 22. there and the weird thing is like the we longer <laughs> the longer jerry runs like the faster he gets like, <laughs> for real, like, i just find something like it's like that toxic no like that where your mental toughness like mental toughness, yeah, yeah. i was able to build it through running where yeah. like if, yeah. if i hit a wall while running i legit like like i kid you not like when i hit a wall when i'm tired and i want to stop my mind literally shifts into this way of like telling myself like okay jerry just hit a wall and i feel like all my brain cells are like all right let's see what he does let's see what he comes up with to get off of that wall um 
and my brain is like okay what can we do what can we do can we try a different technique of breathing and I'm doing all these different breathing techniques Scans or maybe open body. up my stride or maybe stretch out my arms does that translate like that. well into like mental health because um, let's say you're, you're fatiguing your brain with mm-hmm. all of this external environmental situations right yeah you're going through crappy days you know you're, you're tired popped and then Tough. you know your, your mom is telling day. you that you have to pick up groceries and then your boss is telling you oh you 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 have this due by tonight please do it by tonight you know you there's a lot of pressure does that translate yeah. you know your runners your runners mentality mm-hmm. where you're like okay let's see what he does well or does, it, or does he not certain things do translate i wouldn't say that running 100 percent is like the key and the cure to behavioral health issues or mm-hmm. mental health issues yeah. uh but it could be a good starting point if you want to challenge yourself to think differently you know yeah. i think that my brain when it's running it's like the most active yet it's the most calm where ideas are getting pumped into my brain yeah. and it's it's getting it gets easier for me to be like great that's an awesome idea but can i actually do it or there's certain things that happen in my life whether that's a breakup or whether that's failing a class or whether that's a pop tire or something yeah. where i'm running and it it turns those things into life lessons Yep. where instead of being like oh, I'm so broken because of this this XYZ when I'm running I'm legit telling myself okay this happened but what am I learning from this like what is what right. is what is some things that I can take on to my next chapter in my life right. yeah. um, mm-hmm. so running is able to just ground me and that's what it, you know that's what it does with work it, tra- it does translate in terms of the grounding piece where you do have all these things that you have to do in your life or these things that are happening yeah. And running has helped me kind of be like, okay, take a deep breath and see which ones are most important. Is it the deadline that's due tonight? Probably. Um, so if you can get that over with, you'll feel a whole lot better. Uh, so it just creates a list like one, two, three, four of things you should be doing in order for you to move towards that state of healing. Um, Do you think that putting yourself in that stressful environment constantly would help more? Or make more damage. I mean, it, it just depends. Uh, for me, I feel like it. You you have to take a break at a certain boring yeah. point. You yeah. know, yeah. you don't want to burn yourself out. Because yeah. I'm. But, yeah, go ahead. But at the same time, it does help you get to where you you Correct. want to be. Because yeah. um, I'm I'm thinking about Jerry, right? Yeah. He puts himself in in a lot of physical stressful situations mm-hmm. where it's like okay you've ran 15 miles we're doing 15 more right yeah he's done this over the course of how many years five ten i'd oh, say like many? what like seven four or five somewhere right. in there yeah Dang. at some point your body's gonna adjust to it yeah where it, it create it starts creating um ease right it, yeah it gets easier right mm-hmm. or it doesn't get easier but you just get stronger just enjoy yeah. it more you start enjoying it you start mm-hmm. talking to god okay now i have time to think mm-hmm. i can work on my breathing exercise yep. i can work on this yeah. this now think about guys in wall street right think about yeah. what's the stressful situations they're sure. not running right they're but they're over constantly here constantly thinking constantly in a stressful situation yeah. do you think their mental toughness is going to be better than someone like you know but like a barista you know for example i'd say their tolerance level would be yeah, pretty high up there yeah, yeah. just because i know that with wall street the finance bros you have to have a really high level of tolerance because you're gonna be we're gonna you're, really you're gonna, shit on you yeah you're gonna be losing a lot yeah. before you even make it into anything yeah, yeah, yeah um but yeah that's a that's a good point that you bring up just because yeah like i totally agree with tony said like if you are running every single day you know you know power to you um i used to do that when i was one when i was skinnier and two when i was still on some sort of team whether that was eagle valley Mm -hmm. high school's cross country or track Mm -hmm. team or cmc's uh, college team um but right now like i mentioned like i feel like i only run when i need clarity and Hmm. i'm really good at like going to the gym and getting a nice like pump in um Mm -hmm. but i'm also really good at like running that distance um and every time I tell the kids all the time, like, if you ever see me running, I'm thinking. Like, I'm trying to make these big moves in my life, big right. decisions. It's kind of like Kanye, you know, when he was in his podcast. He was like, I got big dreams, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> yeah. We, we have big dreams. 
and mm. I feel like my way to feel like I can achieve those dreams is to go out for a run and put myself in that situation and be like you know like going back to what I was mentioning earlier I used to be one of those people that was like oh I don't deserve this because XYZ or I don't deserve this person because they're so much better than me and I'm not there yet or I don't deserve this position and because I don't have this diploma or I don't have this mm. training certificate or I don't deserve these shoes because I grew up poor or something like that you know yeah. I used to be that kid that always looked for a reason of why I don't deserve what's going on in my life right, right. the positive things right. and running put me in a situation where it's like then who the fuck else deserves this you know I do believe that opportunity comes to you for a reason and it's up to you to take that on you know I always tell people opportunity if it's coming and it's knocking at your door you better fucking answer it Bro, because it's going to so knock funny, on somebody else's door and you're yeah. going to see them living the dream that yeah, you yeah. wish you had when in reality that opportunity was on your fucking door yeah. and you decided to close it or you decided to not open it yeah that's true so I feel like running pretty much put it in perspective with me where like when I first got that job offering from Bell Health like I went out for a run and my mind was like, are you ready for this? Like, this is a big job. This is a lot of responsibility. I went for a run and I was running up hills. I was running on the trails and stuff. And after I was run, I was like, hell yeah, motherfucker. I do deserve this. I've worked yeah. my ass off. And even if I don't feel like I'm there professionally, I'm going to learn how to swim. Yeah. And I struggled a little bit here and there. But everything that's happened with Eagle Valley Behavioral Health and Bell Health was all just learning opportunities. I have a lot of love for them. Uh, but that's just an example, right? So there's a lot of people that, you know, are these toxic positivity fiends. Dude, I remember <laughs> when, when, I, when I was going through that imposter syndrome, right? Dude, it sucks. It, it does suck because imposter, imposter syndrome, syndrome uh, where you feel like you don't deserve you your, do. your position. Yeah, I've, I've gone through there it's, before. It, it, sucks, it sucks, but yeah. dude, like my mentality was, it was, it's so funny because like I, I'm seeing myself and Jerry. Yeah. Where like I had a full full ride scholarship, autumn, awesome, beautiful girlfriend, family was intact. You know, and my whole life was was perfect, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. And I still felt like a, a failure. You know, it was one of the darkest times of my life. You guys know about the story, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. One day I'll share it with the with the podcast people. But um, I remember thinking like I don't deserve any of this. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Like I I feel so depressed. I'm so anxious and stressed. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. I have everything handed to me and I still feel like I don't deserve it. Yeah. Right? And it was that mentality shift. Like when Jerry, after Jerry's run, he was like, hell yeah, I deserve this. I, I never reached that point at the time, mm-hmm. but my mentality shift was, I don't deserve this, but I'm going to work my ass off and I'm going to do what it takes in order to deserve this. You know, somebody, probably like, Charlie. Oh, we got Charlie. Go say coming hi. In. Charlie's coming in the house saying hi. Um, you know what I mean? So. Okay. Shout out Charlie. Shout out Charlie. Um, but yeah. I mean, I like how you mentioned it because it's different for everybody. It is different, you know. You know? And everyone's it, gonna handle handle situations in a different way. But it's like, but there's gotta be a point, you know. If if you're listening to this and you're struggling with imposter syndrome, there's gotta be a point in your life. Where you gotta accept that you are meant to have good things in your life and that you are worthy of being in a healthy relationship or having that job that you've always wanted or getting that car you've always wanted or making that lifestyle that you've always wanted a, a reality Correct. you know like mm-hmm. if you are constantly telling yourself or you're constantly finding yourself in a moment where you're like I don't deserve oh this. yeah like I, I love this lifestyle but I don't deserve it mm-hmm. because I'm from this part of the country or I'm from or I didn't go to an Ivy League school mm-hmm. or something there's got to be a point in your mentality where you have to shift that and it's going to get tiring if you're constantly in that loop of Just, I don't deserve yeah. this or yeah. or uh, you know shit will get better it could be worse there's got to be a point where you kind of look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are worthy to get XYZ. Uh, and when those opportunities come and knock on your door, like I hope that you're not scared to let them in and embrace them because some of these opportunities are once in a lifetime opportunities. Yep. Um, and I always tell people like, if you do not know how to swim, 
you will be taught to swim. But like mentioned, like David mentioned, you got to ask for help. Yep. You know, Correct. whether you're, Correct. you know, you're struggling financially or whether you're struggling career wise or in relationships or friendships or whatever. There's people in your can't life that are alone. there. Yeah, you can't do yep. it alone. Can't so, do it alone. Um, so so I, I haven't been, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here where I am today without you guys and with a lot, a lot of people too. Like I'm, I'm, I might be going through a tough time, but I'm also in this moment of, or this bubble of just, I'm grateful. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's like the best way that I can you know what I feel heal like? for that. Well, I feel like I'm an actor. An actor? Like I'm just, I'm just a face, dude, you know, like, <laughs> like. So, so the actors get a lot of the credit for movies, right? So I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big movie buff. You know, I, I love like Batman. Yeah, I'm a big movie nerd. I love movies. Yeah, um, was good. The thing about movies is that you're seeing the actor for two hours, three hours plus, you know. But what you don't know is actors are taught. You know, they have the screenwriters, they have the makeup artists, they have the directors, they have cinematographers that make everything look good, right? The yeah. actor's just the face. The actor is acting, yeah. right? That's their job. Just putting it into reality. Sure, right? They're yeah. the big idea. The, but they can't do what they do without the camera, without the direction, Story. without the sound guy. Dude, it's true. true. And that's what I That's That's what I am. I'm mm-hmm. just an actor, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm just acting in my life. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. for real, right? Yeah. The I have, like, my team, my support, you know. I mm-hmm. have I have you guys as as you know my supporting characters in yeah. my story just like I'm a support to your story and your yeah. story. Um we're all just the main character in our story. You know, and we're always going to yeah. have actors, I'm we're always going to have the makeup artists, right? <laughs> he's, a, he's a locked character, is that what he said? <laughs> you say locked character? Yeah. <laughs> You're a locked character? character yeah. I haven't he's, reached the Tony this level. This man is yet. Hector. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's playing Hector. Hector. Yeah, dude. Um but you know that's a, I don't know I like the analogy. No, that's we're, perfect. We're actors. That's a perfect analogy because, yeah. you know, one thing that I struggle with a lot, and I know that I'm well, I'm not gonna piss off a lot of people, but I feel like the worst thing that you can do or say to me is say that I'm perfect. Tony, like what? I get Starting I, with you, I, I'm like, just like I get it. Like I'm 23 years old, and I feel like people think that i've done all these crazy things in my life and they think that like i don't know like they think that i think that i did it by myself or something right so it's easy for people to be like oh jerry's well polished he's got his shit together and i'm not saying that i'm not or that i don't have my shit together but the way that i respond to that is i always tell them i don't know where i'm going but i know i'm going the right direction yeah you know yeah i don't want to put that pressure on me because that's that's toxic positivity for me when I was younger, was legit telling me, like, look at myself in the mirror and be like, you have this job, you have this, you have that, why are you sad, X, Y, Z, right? And I was able to shift it to be like, yeah, I have these great and amazing things in my life, but that doesn't define how I'm handling some of these situations that I'm going through right now. And to take that pressure off of me, I was able to just change the language and be like, hey, I know that what I've done with my life is awesome, but I still don't know where I'm going to end up, and that's okay. But I do know that I'm going the right direction. Correct. So, yeah, I'm just, like it's I said, like, I'm just an actor, too. I'm just going forward like and there, enjoying it. There literally it. is no Jerry Lopez without Maria Lopez. You For know? real, my mom. There's, yeah. no Jerry, there's no Jerry Lopez without, you know, Jeff Grimmer, without Chris Lindley, without, yeah. you know, like, these, these are directors. Yeah. You know what I mean? These mm-hmm. are the people leading and guiding us, our mentors, you know. Yeah. And and honestly, your your um, impact and whatever you want to do in life is really gonna depend on your people, you know. Who you surround yourself. If you with. have good support, if you have the best the best uh, film crew and the best director, you get to pick that, mm-hmm. you know. You know, for me, I, like my dad is my biggest my biggest director. Yeah, Mr. You know, Garcia. Like he's he's he's. Senor Garcia. But there's no dad without God. So it always, yeah. for me at least, my my main director is always God. You know, mm-hmm. and like, there's there's no me without. There's this one point, right? I'm going to go off on tangent. Go for it. There's this one point where um, I was talking to, you guys know Julie, right? Julie Keith? Yeah, I know. She her. works with uh, the Guardian Scholarship. She was my mentor before I met Brazo. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, like, 
because we would we would always have a talk after every semester because yeah. I was struggling and she would be like okay what happened this time or what happened this time you know mm-hmm. and and I remember in every success that I had it was a big deal because you know I was on a decline and yeah. we would have these small bumps of success right making yeah. the progress exactly and uh I remember every t- for every success that I made, oh, I got an A here, oh, I passed my test, I created a new relationship, you know, um, with the teacher, whatever the case is. And uh, after after every success, I would tell Julie, I would be like, yeah, it was all God. It was all God, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I remember she would be like, she would look at me like, oh, weird. She would be like, I mean, yeah, but it was you. You, know? <laughs> you did the work. You put in the effort. You did this. You did that. And it's a it's a good shift of mentality where like mm-hmm. you know God creates the opportunity, yeah. but it's up to you to walk through that door and take yeah. it. You know? like, mm-hmm. And that goes back to the deserving imposter syndrome. Yeah, God's gonna open whatever door He wants you to go through. It's up to you to actually do put in the work. Yeah, and and, and do it. Mm-hmm. My favorite quote from my dad. Well, I it's not from my dad. He didn't create it, but he told me um, is. Work like it's up to you, but pray because it's up to God. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah. So pray like it's up to God because eventually everything is. Yeah, you know? that's true, man. But work your ass off as if it all depends on you. Everything's riding on your decisions to make it. Yeah, man. So th- that's, that's, that's my mantra. That's what I live by. Yeah. You know, prayer, prayer, like, God, it's all up to you. But yeah. I'm, I'm best believe I'm going to back up that prayer with what yeah you know i've yeah that's because true. like like alma alma always tells me like whenever we talk and whenever we make plans i have a tendency to say yeah babe primero dios it's yeah. a spanish term for um if if god allows it you know yeah god willing we'll, you hear that we'll a lot this, yeah you know and alma would be like but okay but it's up to you right like <laughs> you know like you're gonna go right and i'll be like god willing you know like primero dios um and the whole mentality is you know like yes i'm gonna go i'm gonna hold up to my to my own shit but yeah. um it's all up to god you know yeah mm-hmm. and i'm just like i live every day just trying to stay out of this man's way you know you know yeah. he's, he's the director you lead me you tell me the script you tell me where, when, how, why. Yeah. And I'm, I'm there. You know. Yeah, man. That's, you know. I'm just an actor. But I That's feel like, I like that. spirituality is really important in whatever way you see it. You know, like, I, I've, yeah, I, 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 I catch myself, literally, like, having those one-on-ones with God. Yeah. And sometimes where it's like I like going back to like the whole I don't deserve this yeah, yeah. like I, I've caught myself like you know like we all sin here but like I've caught myself being at the lowest points of my life but God is still waking me up and telling me like hey like you got this presentation you got invited to go here you got doing this interview yeah and I kind of look at myself sometimes and I'm like man God like I know I don't deserve this but you keep blessing me kind of kind of thing right and well that mentality I, will take you so far yeah man like and I, I i catch myself like going back to when i was talking about running like i'm 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 very grateful that i have the ability to run there's been moments where i don't run for like a month mm-hmm. and then i'm back on it and day one it's like pain-free five seven miles somewhere around there and i catch myself literally as soon as i'm done like saying a little prayer and being like man thank you so much god for the ability to run um, because it's helped me out so much. Yeah. So, you know, that's true. You know, God gave me the opportunity to join the cross-country team, join the track team, and I took it and I ran with it, and it's helped me to this day. You know, that opportunity is still present today. It's so crazy. So, faith can take you so far. Faith, that's another yeah. mental toughness. Like, I'm not, I, like, I love this platform, mm-hmm. but don't think that I'm going to shove my religion my politics, whatever my views are, yeah. are mine. Yeah. I'm not going to try to shove anything down your throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my belief, and this is my experience, you know. But I think the most mentally tough people come from faith, you know. Yeah. And the biggest example being Inky Johnson, right? We talked yeah. about him before. This man lost an arm yeah, playing man. the sport that he loved. Mm-hmm. This man was going to get into the NFL 
automatic multimillionaire, right? He yeah. loses an arm, and boom, the whole career is over. And this man is saying, thank you, God, to losing an arm. Bro, could you imagine, bro? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. You're say- like imagine if, if tomorrow, God forbid, if tomorrow you get in a very heavy car accident and you lose your legs, sure, you're going to have to be amputated. Yeah, man. Your running career is over, even as a hobby. Yeah. Now, talk about being mad at God, you know? Yeah. Someone who's, who's, you know, strong in the faith is going to say, God, thank you for giving me another day to breathe. For real. God, thank you for letting me see my family today. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't care what happens to me. I'm I'm rocking with God, and that's it. And that's Mm -hmm. that, you know? Yeah, man. You lead me where I need to go, and I'll do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Having yeah. that toughness. Imagine losing an arm and being like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> yeah, let's rock." Let's you know, just keep on going. Bro, imagine, man, dude. Like we're we're. I can only. We are man. literally blessed to have all of our limbs and digits. Yeah. It's literally a miracle, dude, that yeah. we're alive. You know. It really is. Cause, so I teach maturation classes, as you guys know, but the mm-hmm. podcast doesn't know. Um, I teach maturation classes, so I so I I'm giving the, these boys. The, the birds and the bees talk, right? And uh, a topic came up about abortion, right? Whatever your views are on abortion, that's completely up to you. You know, it's your life. Um, but we were talking about it, and we were saying how it's, it's really a miracle, and we should really be thanking our parents for not aborting us. They yeah. could have had that option. Mm-hmm. They could have been like, you know what? I'm not ready to have a kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Goodbye, goodbye, Jerry. Goodbye, Tony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, you know. Oh so man, it's like, it's like really just like next level stuff to think if about. If you think about that, <laughs> just being alive is a miracle in itself. Because yeah. you're literally fighting for the number one spot to the egg, right? Yeah. Against a mil- three million other little sperm cells. <laughs> Poof. Yeah. Think about that, though. <laughs> poof, he said. <laughs> and then poof, you're done. Poof. And you know how many barriers there is? Yeah, yeah. To, like some ninja warrior type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only the fastest some one is going to win. I've been fast since I was in the womb, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we all have, technically. No, I'm but the fastest. Know. Bro, I'm feeling inspired, you know, hopefully Same, some bro. people. You know um, what I feel like doing right now? What's up? Running. I feel like listening to Mario Kart by Pofu. We could put that. That should on. be our intro song. Shout out Pofu. I Dude, wish that, was, that song is We need beautiful. to buy that song. Dude, that that song. I don't know why I like it so much. When it first came out, I legit heard it the it's first day. It's a vibe, day. dude. It's a vibe. It, it, it's dude, a vibe. I like the first day it came out. I was like, bro, I love this song. You like, showed me that. You put me on that song. Yeah, yeah. I, remember, like, I would bring him. Bro, yeah, like, dude, like, I would just bring him to color, and then he'd be like, put Mario. Everyone, Kart. go listen to Mario, Mario Kart, Kart by Pofu. That's. P-O-W-F-U. F-U, yeah. Featuring Travis Barker. Featuring Travis Barker. Yeah, so that's the vibe I I love. What, the drummer? The drummer. The drummer, yeah, for Blink-182. I was like, what the hell? No, but yeah, I really like how David's talking about this stuff because, you know, like I I catch myself having small moments, like especially right now. Yeah. We're going through like some tough times, and I look at my phone, and I get like messages from like my sister or my mom or you guys where it's like hey you just wanted to take some, some time and say i appreciate you we're boys you, or yeah. you know we're here for you um and it's like a little reminder of like damn like it's not that, like i shouldn't be sad like i always tell my mom like yeah like i'm gonna be sad for a little about, bit you know that's a toxic so, positivity yeah. bro. Right but there. it's like a reminder of like damn like i'm just, i really am blessed i, I really, really am blessed. lucky to have a lot of people that i've don't value as much as i should yeah um mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I feel like I'm, me personally, I'm in a moment in my life where I'm just trying to drown myself with more gratitude. Um, and I, I do believe in faith. I have hope for brighter days, happier days. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, I just feel like I'm going to be in a completely different mindset in a couple months, maybe in a year or two. Um, and hopefully down the road, all the things that I'm envisioning come a reality. Um, And if you know me very well, you know what my vision is. Um, We wish everyone, I wish everyone, you know, to fulfill their their dreams. 
You know, I want oh, I yeah. want everyone to succeed. Yeah. That's what I want, you know. Of course. My my job in life right now is to help you find your success and to mm-hmm. give you the tools to to realize what you want. Because I know certain people that are listening that are going through just terrible times right now, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their mental health is it sucks, dude. Yeah. And they're they're over here saying, yeah, I like I'm barely waking up. I don't have any energy to do anything. And yeah. It's like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just give you some positivity. But like we said, you know, I, I can't fix you. But Tony's like, I'll give you some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if only, right? If only. Tony, um, yeah. Tony's a very positive dude. All we can do is listen. That's all we can do. Yeah. No, Tony's yeah. really good at listening. Dude, Tony's I, the best person. I that's why so many girls go to Tony. For real. Maybe that's why. Because you're a good listener. Because they're like looks like a friend <laughs> yeah i want to talk to him <laughs> that's a tony mata tony that's the oh. tony mata do the tony intro tony dude dude tony <laughs> dude, 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 tony tony uh, <laughs> i honestly thought this was gonna be a quickie dude we're at we're at one hour i feel like no, yeah, I, mean, no, I mean you guys like <laughs> we just took over <laughs> you guys took over i mean i kind of like again thought, <laughs> i thought of the topic and you guys just you know roll with it Oh, that's all you it is. We help each other out, dude. Yeah. Next so, time, you're going to do that. Uh, no, you, you guys are doing good. So yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah. You guys I mean, feel like we just have it. a lot of things to say. Yeah. And I could keep going on about this subject. You oh, already know, man. Like, yeah. It's just like, man, like, it's just crazy to really overcome these things at such a young age. And being aware of it, you know? That's the thing. Cause being aware. A, yeah. Because some people, like they have disregard for themselves and other people yeah they're liberated i'm chilling i'm good i'm gonna mm. keep going yeah creating like, all this destruction in okay be like great bro exactly <laughs> yeah i'm i'm chilling too but i'm being proactive about it yeah whether that's yeah. with taking care of your body your mind your finances your soul don't go into debt spirit <laughs> nope. don't pull Not the tony. Go to debt you're gonna okay. get it. tony you've climbed yourself out of debt right yeah what's your biggest financial advice biggest so be careful with your credit card um if you want to get a credit card just you know don't get tempted to use it on stupid shit like get a motorcycle <laughs> or um bad bunny shoes remember <laughs> that um but yeah i mean just be smart be responsible if you get a credit card um and just build up your credit the right way um and yeah just don't dig yourself in a hole or else it eventually catches up to you to you um in the future so if yeah. you can't buy it twice don't you, buy it at all you, um, you can't afford it save up your money um, save it up build a credit score don't build buy dumb it. stuff when you get your credit card i got a i got a laptop the first time i got a credit laptop. card yeah i mean I think that's what you need that's a essential to pay that jesus <laughs> laptop yeah. god a it year? Was back in college. Is this one? Oh, it's uh, year. No, it's an, uh, another one. Damn. The one with the touchscreen keyboard? No, it was. it's another one. Damn, yeah. It was another one. Yeah. I try to, st- I don't know, man. When it so. comes to finance, I just have fun with it. Yeah, yes, man. man. I would, like, <laughs> this when man you have enough throws money in your money. savings account, <laughs> what? You can play this man about. makes it rain. <laughs> I make it rain fake money. Fake money. I make it rain real money. It's, it's a bunch of ones though. <laughs> Pedro, hundred hundred dollar bill like, ones. Yeah. Make it rent quarters yeah, up in this. I feel like in terms of finances, I'm gonna use a lot of my money this year to just get out of town, travel, Hell yeah. explore. I think like that's another good mentally mental uh, therapy. Yeah. yeah, going out and exploring the world. Never been to a place like the beach. I've never been to a beach. We gotta go to the beach. I've never been to. to, Vegas. Never been to we gotta yeah, go to New York. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely so I'm like legit like planning Mexico for I, I think May or April, um, New York, and uh, potentially I want I really want to go to France. Thank France. So like the plane tickets aren't super pricey for economy, and I feel like if we're able to get the plane tickets and a place to stay, like early on, the rest is just saving up and yeah. using the money when we get there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I want to go take some pictures in the Eiffel Tower and just enjoy life. I mean, like I said, we're young. 
we wild we, whoa. and free. <laughs> wild and free. Yeah. My motto. I was just gonna say we're young. Two of us graduated debt free. Nothing to worry about. One of us is still trying to graduate, um, but he's taking his time so we can take him out of town. Um, and yeah. Oh yeah. This guy just looks like this. This has been the Eagle Podcast. For real. Hope you guys got something out of this. And I know I did. Yeah, I mean, if you did, I learned a lot. if you're one of the people that, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, very nice. Yeah, we're just tired we're right tired, now. We're tired, yeah. So, but um, yeah, if you're one of the people that doesn't feel like they deserve good things in their life, we're here to tell you that you are worthy. You do. And you do deserve good things in your life. Always. And we hope that you give these good things an opportunity to come into your life and for you to learn from them, embrace yep. them, and just know that you're always on your way. We love you. We care for you. We send you kisses. Good night. Good night. Good night. Or good morning, depending on when you're Good listening. morning, good evening. And good night. And good night. Peace out. Peace.